Jibber Jabber with JPJ. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Jibber Jabber. I'm John Paul Jones, and I am joined by the always lovely Devin Ruskin. Hello, Devin. Hi, JPJ. How's it going? How are you? I'm good. Uh, living it up in the city, the city of angels. The oh, is that right? City of stars. Yeah, you recently moved there. That's really exciting. Yeah, I'm loving it. It's a great walking city, even though people say it's not. Depending on how much you like walking, of course. Yeah, how- I'm a big fan. Big fan. How's the furniture shopping going? Uh, it's a hot mess. My roommate and I do not agree on anything. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> the worst. How do you compromise on something like that? You know, we don't because Devin always gets what she wants. and <laughs> Oh, yeah. So we're dealing with that. And I like how it looks so far. But uh, oh, it's my terrific. house. Not our house. I'm oh, getting what I want. <laughs> always. Yeah. This is your podcast, too. Not mine. Yeah, this is Jibber Jabber with Devin. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. This is Devin's thing. <laughs> but today I was walking to get bagels. Um, do you have to say LA oh, bagels are possibly the best bagels? Okay. Wait. You clearly haven't <laughs> been to New York. I've never I heard of L- I have never heard of LA having a great bagel. You can't, to my knowledge, <laughs> you can't beat the chewiness of a New York bagel. There's nothing like it. But I'm willing to hear your case. Okay, I'm from Florida, and I do think that Florida bagels are also great because we have so many Jewish delis, and they're the claim to oh, fame gosh. for having. The You're best way bagels. too easy to please. Now <laughs> Florida has a great. Now Florida has a great <laughs> bagel too. Anyway, shout out to Flakowitz in Boynton Beach. Very good bagels. But the ones in L.A. are phenomenal. So squishy, crunchy outside. I mean, I can't complain. Incredible flavor options, too. I love a good blueberry option. They're everywhere here. A blueberry bagel, you cannot go wrong. And also, I'm the worst person for Rex because I don't even eat cream cheese. I just eat the bagel plain. Oh, very very ambitious of you. Yeah, I can't eat a bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel. I can't put anything on. I don't eat butter. Oh, but the bacon, bagel. egg, and cheese is the best option in New York. I live for that. I could eat that every meal of the day. <laughs> See, I'm a child, and I don't want my food to touch still. And I, I can't have my bacon touching my bread. can't have egg mm, touching the bacon. I get that. I get that. I get that. I'm like that with my meals. The rice cannot touch the vegetable, and neither of those can touch the meat. Yeah. So going to bowl places is so fun with me. Oh well, so. I'm so well. Listen, I'm so glad you discovered that bagel place. You sound situated in Los Angeles already. That's pretty hard to do, especially after having moved there just a few days ago. Jeez. Yeah. So I'm walking to the bagel place, and the stranger comes up to me. She's like, "Oh, I love your shirt." And it's a it's a little Wayne cover of him when he was a child. The Carter Three. Oh, oh the, the Carter Three. Yeah. So she goes, "Oh, I love your shirt. Is that a missing child?" And I was like, "What? Uh, <laughs> have you never listened to Lil Wayne? One also, of the greatest why would rappers I be ever. Wearing that? Why would I be wearing a shirt of a missing child? Who has time to print a shirt of a child <laughs> that's missing?" And there's a big parental advisory thing over it. And I'm like, this Look is out, not parents. a missing child. Look out, parents, before your child looks at the missing child poster, make sure you make sure you <laughs> approve of this image. Yeah. So she was like, is that a missing child? Like, should I look out for him? And I was like, no, this is this is Lil Wayne. 
This is oh gosh, <laughs> this is WCF baby. <laughs> who is this person? Wow, it must, must have been somebody under the age of eighteen. She was definitely in her seventies. She was most oh, definitely in her seventies. Well, there you go. I can, yeah. I, okay, I can understand that. Somebody in their seventies hasn't heard of Lil Wayne. That's not too shocking. The, but a the little having, bit. But a yeah, little bit. I not mean, you knowing who know, Lil Wayne is fine, but thinking I'm yeah, wearing a missing child on a shirt. On a shirt? Who has the time? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Insane. So, but only in L.A. Only I in guess. L.A. and. <laughs> Only in L.A. is the very lovely Victoria Baldessera, who is a dancer and an actress best known for her starring recurring role as Michelle in the hit TV series The Next Step and Lost and Found Music Studios. I can't wait for you guys to listen to this conversation with Victoria. Oh, hello, Victoria. It is so great to see you. Thank you so much for joining us. I cannot express to you how excited I am for this interview and to be doing that horror film with you in August, the recital. We finally got an established shoot date for that. It was supposed yes! to I know. It was supposed to be April 2020, but it kept getting pushed back, and we finally have a date. I just booked my flight a couple weeks ago. I was living in L.A. prior to the pandemic, but I came back to Maryland. But I am so excited to go back to set and so excited to be working with some really professional actors like yourself. I believe your is your boyfriend doing this as well? Yes. Yeah, so, hi. Thank you for having me. I'm super stoked. Um, yes, James is actually doing the film as well. So he actually is really good friends with Chris York. And ah. yeah, so that's kind of kind of like how it all came about was just that No kidding. We were Chris was over at James' old house here in LA and you know, he was like, dude, I've been doing this whole script and I was wondering if Victoria would be interested in, in coming on board. I know she's done, you know, some things and blah, blah, blah. And so we kind of just were, I mean, I don't write, but we were kind of just right. doing a writer's table sort of vibe where we were just kind of drafting up ideas, you know, giving Chris feedback on the script and whatnot. And yeah, oh. so James is also going to be a part of the project. So I'm super stoked about that. And oh, cool. yeah. And yeah. Did you so, guys... Wait, did you guys meet on set somewhere? I believe you guys yeah. had some sort of like project that you did together. I just noticed yeah. on your IMDb credits. Oh, where did you where did you guys meet? Um, so we actually met on set of. You mean James and I, right? Uh, correct. My yes. apologies. No, that's okay. Uh, yeah, so we met on set of a music video, kind of randomly. I I'm really good friends with this director named Jamie Lynn Lippman. And um, the music video was for this band called Handmade House. Uh, the lead guitarist in the band is Rob Thomas's son from Matchbox 20. So it was no a really kidding. cool opportunity. I was like, yeah, let's do it, whatever. You know, I've done like music videos here and there. And um, yeah. it act I was actually supposed to be on camera with a different uh, male lead. And then his name's Jordan. He dropped out last second. And then mm. James came in just through friend connections through Jamie Lynn and whatnot. And then that's how we met and just kind of hit it off, I guess. <laughs> that's super cool. You guys yeah. are the ultimate Hollywood couple, in my opinion. He's oh. got this really, he's got this super cool James Dean look, to, you know, really yeah. rugged and just tough looking. Oh, yeah. Dig his look. Super yeah. cool. But Victoria, listen, uh, I'd like to talk a little bit more about it. But before we get too carried away, I'm just yeah. really curious about your background. You started dancing at mm -hmm. the age of three. Was that, was that your own choosing or were you kind of pushed into that? 
Um, you know what? People always ask me that question and kind of, I mean, when you're three years old, you don't even really know what's going on in, yeah. in, in life and then in, in the world. So <laughs> yeah. all I all I remember, this is like my first memory as like a young dancer was my parents put me into dance at this studio that was like about half an hour away from where I was growing up. And so I do remember like long car rides to the dance studio and whatnot, but kind of all how it all came into to play was just that I was a really like hyper kid. Like I did not sit down short attention span my parents were like okay we need to get this kid into dance or sports or something so they put me into dance and i just remember my first memory of dance class was we there was about five other girls in my class and all of the other girls would always cry once you know they were going into class just because they missed their parents or whatever it was i was the only kid that was like i am here i'm ready to go i'm ready to learn i'm ready to move like that is my first memory and i just remember one of the dance teachers was like she's the only kid that we have that never cries when she goes into class and i'm like yeah because i love it so that's kind of how i got started so it was a mixture of my parents pushing me into dance and me being like yeah i love it oh Interesting. Yeah. And, and I understand you competed in some pretty like prestigious dance competitions prior to your auditioning for The Next Step. Is that right? Yeah, you did your homework. That's great. <laughs> um, yeah, so I competed um, in this competition called... Um, it's it's basically like the Olympics of dance. So I was 12 and I competed in Germany uh, for like the world champion title of like the dance world. And um, yeah, so I did that competition. We came third in the world, which was awesome. The Russians were incredible. You know, Team USA was incredible. incredible. Obviously. Yeah. So we came third and that was like a huge moment in like my kind of dance career. And then that's when I started getting into the acting side of things. I was really young, though, when I did that. And yeah. that just kind of like pushed me to be like, OK, yeah, I'm taking this very seriously. And did you yeah. did you have any acting training prior to your audition for the next step? Not, not at all. So I, there was like this mom in the dance studio that was like, you know, your daughter has a really good look to my mom and you know, she should get into modeling and acting and all that sort of stuff. And I just remember being like to my mom, I was like, I'll model, I'll dance, but I don't want to speak on camera. I'm not speaking. So they no were kidding. like, yeah. I definitely get some, I get Disney channel, Hillary, more specifically Hillary Duff vibes from you. Oh, for thank sure. you. Oh my gosh. I used to love, I mean, I still love her. She's amazing. She's like a beautiful mom now, but I was obsessed with like, Oh my Lizzie gosh, McGuire. that's right. I forgot about that. I know, oh, yeah. right? I know. That was great. Oh my gosh. Oddly enough, I met, uh, I don't know if you remember the character, Ethan Kraft. I uh, do, of I, course. Oh my gosh. So funny. I ran into him at an event and became friends with him. Uh, Clay, isn't it, you know, That's Clayton so Snyder's funny. his name? Yeah. yeah. It was just, just crazy, you know, growing up, seeing him oh on TV gosh. and realizing he's just a regular dude. Just a regular you know? guy. I know. <laughs> yeah. S such an iconic role, but that was really cool. But I'm curious. So you auditioned for The Next Step when you were, I think, 11 or 13, but, yeah. you, had al but you had already competed uh, on the national stage. Did mm -hmm. that did that high pressure competition sort of take the edge off for the auditioning process or? Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, I was I was continuously thrown into like very stressful situations in dance just because, you know, like any sport or any any side of the competition world, um, it's very competitive. So I was right. always just like being thrown into like, you know, uncomfortable situations, if you will, about like being up against some of the best dancers in the nation. You know, I was always traveling to the US because I'm from Canada. So I was always traveling to uh, multiple different places in the US, New York, LA, whatever, for a dance competition. So I feel like I kind of already had that thick skin to prepare me for, you know, going into battle of being like, okay, now I'm kind of auditioning for 
a show and whatever it was like I was 12. So, and, and at the same time, my dance teacher kind of threw me out there. I didn't even have an agent or anything like that. He was just like, yeah, you should go to this audition. I don't really know. It's like for a dance TV show, you should just go out. I'm sitting out out here. All the seniors, like all the girls who were in high school and I was still like in middle school. And he was like, I really think you have a shot at this. And I was like, Oh, okay. Cause I was always dancing with older girls as well. So I was just like, okay, you know what? Fine. I'll give this a shot. Like whatever me being all like, like, you know, and you had, and and you, and you had no idea that this would be an international. No. Okay. No, not at all. It was just like this open call, open casting. Um, They were like, yeah, you know, we're kind of bouncing some ideas around. We don't, they didn't even like have did like it even any networks or anything like that? Yeah. They were like, we're just gonna like go with it and. Did it even? Did it kind of seem like a scam? Because like I've been to one of those open calls oh, yeah. and you, you go to those and you you feel like, wait, is somebody actually organizing this? Yeah. Or is this it was, some like yeah. It was, <laughs> I tell everybody this story. It's so funny. So basically, like I went to the audition and there was tons of dancers there and everyone was amazing. And you know, I go home that night. My my parents were out of town, so I was staying with a friend. And I had a BlackBerry phone. I remember this very vividly. Oh and my the gosh! Ca- and the casting director, I know. Elite. Like, well, it's only because like my parents were always like traveling all the time and whatnot. So they were like, "Hey, you need a phone, like whatever." Uh, uh, but very elite, BlackBerry. And um, yeah, so basically, I was driving home with a friend of mine, and I get a call from the casting director. Her name's Amy Ray, and she's like, "We'd really like you to come back the next day tomorrow for a." Um, a callback and I was like okay this is all very new to me whatever and uh, I go back the next day and there's literally only 10 people there's a full camera crew there's mm. literally like a ton of people there getting ready to like shoot something and I'm like what are we doing this is crazy were, were like, you nervous I was completely nervous because I was like wait hold on so we're shooting something right now. Like I thought it was going to be, I totally <laughs> thought I was going back the next day and there's going to be like yeah. 10 other blonde girls that looked exactly like me, you know, like when you oh, go yeah. for a callback and yep. whatever, not the case at all. It was like 10 people, 10 other dancers. Everyone looked different guys, girls, you know, different races, everything, everything that yeah. you can imagine. And yeah, so that was just kind of a crazy experience and it all kind of spiraled out of there. So and Michelle was the lead of the next step, uh, yes. correct? Yes. Yeah. D- yes. It, did you did you have any idea that you were auditioning for the lead? And you were also the youngest member of the cast at the time, right? Yeah. So yeah. Were you, so were, were you just unaware of the stakes? Oh my god! Completely, completely. So it was like, oh, all of a sudden we're shooting a pilot. You're the new girl. They point their fingers at me. The producers oh. and the showrunner, his name is Frank Banky again. He was like, yeah, so I'd really like to, for, to see you play the new girl. Um, your name's Michelle. Can you give me a... <laughs> this is yeah. so funny. He's like, just, I need you to be from somewhere since you're the new girl. Give me a state in the U.S. that's in a northern part of the U.S. I was like, Wisconsin. And he was like, perfect. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I was like, okay, I guess I'm from Wisconsin. Michelle from Wisconsin. And yeah, from oh, there, it's just funny. kind of... Yeah, and then the following year, the show got picked up. And then the following year, I had to re-audition for my character, which was also very scary because... Oh, I, oh man, I God. bet. Yeah, it was Gosh, very scary. What and a I, pain. Oh, it was so, so nerve-wracking. And because uh, then all of a sudden, they brought in a bunch of other dancers. Like at the time, how yeah. I, all I remember was um, Jordan Clark, who won So You Can Dance Canada was yeah. in my audition the following year and she's oh. you know six years older than me 
and it kind of seemed like they were auditioning her for the role of Michelle. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm not making it. Like she's way more seasoned than me. But anyways, I booked it and (laughs) yeah. So it was crazy. It was a crazy experience. Also new to me. Yeah, that that's so exciting, and um, yeah. you know, I I didn't I haven't watched I've watched a few episodes yeah. of the seasons that are available on Netflix. I haven't mm-hmm. seen the show start to finish. Yeah, but it ran for seven seasons. Is that right? Se- seven seasons. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And, was there a major transformation that Michelle had to go through uh, from oh, yeah. season one? To, oh, is that right? Yes, yes, yes. So like the first three seasons were very much like. I was like dance captain on the team sort of thing, had like all the boy drama and whatnot. And then by season five, I was now like studio head. So I was more of the mature role because Mm. by season five, they were bringing in all new cast members to play like the team members. Um, That's Mm. kind of like how the show you know, runs and I don't blame you for only watching a few episodes because it's very young. (laughs) It's like, it's like, you know, 13 years old, 13, 14, whatever. Um, yeah. So that was kind of my transition into a more mature role as like a studio head, uh, running the studio rather than being like a, a team member of this. Right. So, so after season one, I I would imagine that you're, you're pretty comfortable, uh, in the role as Michelle, right? Or do do you show up, uh, after each filming each episode, like, kind of nervous still like butterflies in the stomach like oh i'm not sure how this episode's gonna go or do you kind of no. find your do you kind of find your cadence after the first few episodes are shot and then it's yeah. just a matter of sort of just showing up and putting in the work at that point this podcast is sponsored by better help online therapy Life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have. Your life is probably stressful. Unload the stress and get it out. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased about your life. Someone who isn't going to judge you or take sides on anything. When there are things you can't tell anyone or feel like you can't unload to family and friends, you need to unload it, and that's what therapy can be. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Jibber Jabber with JPJ listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash JPJ. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash JPJ. You know what's crazy, and you'll be familiar with this, I'm sure, you know, being from uh, the fact that you were on a reality show. Right. It's like... They decided to do this thing where they wanted to be shot very, like, mockumentary reality style of show. So they... It's a fake-based reality show, It's a fake-based reality, all scripted. Everyone has a character name and all that sort of stuff. But our scripts were not traditional. So it was basically, like, they would give you a blurb of, like, what's going on in the scene. But it's not, like, Michelle and then my line. It was very much, like... Michelle feels upset that, you know, Emily betrayed her. So she is expressing to her her feelings. So basically in that moment, I'd have to be like, 
you know, you really upset me. I I have to improv those lines so that it would seem more realistic. Uh, And so that was also a learning curve because all I ever knew about acting was, you know, line, 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 you know, that's how a scene is formulated. And so that was also a different thing that we kind of took on on our show because the showrunner, um, he's done a bunch of stuff. Like he was on Seinfeld and whatnot, but he's a comedian. And so that's very much how he wanted it to come across to the audience was just like, we want it to be very real and authentic and not so much scripted. Yeah, it's almost like a children's or teenagers dance version of the office yes 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 yes. everyone always says that because they're like like, like professionals and all that sort of stuff it's exactly like that yeah right so it's like a young like office like dance world sort of vibe yeah Yeah. Yeah. and it's so much fun you know if i was a you know a, a teenager uh, at the time this was released, I could totally see myself watching sure. something yeah. like this. Okay, I have to go back to you being a competitive dancer because I was also a competitive dancer. And would you oh consider anyone at your studio like a crazy dance mom? Or was it your mom? It was not my mom. Okay. My mom. That's yeah, no. my mom wasn't crazy either, but Oh there my gosh. Some drama. <laughs> oh my god. My mom and I still sometimes reminisce about it because there were some moms at my dance studio that were like so cutthroat. Like they were just so intense and and like, you know, I hate to say jealous, but totally just like oh, you know, for, like yeah, they absolutely. thought they thought that their daughter was like the best dancer ever. And it's like my mom was always just like, Yeah, I don't have to act like that. Like my daughter just works hard and whatever it was, you know. So but definitely. And then once I started working on my show, it became even worse because the moms were like, oh, well, she's, you know, favoritism. And my dance teacher did not do that. He was like, yeah, 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 you're on a show. Cool. Like, whatever. I always love when, like, the moms would go to the teacher after and be like, why is my kid not in the front? Why is she in the back? To the totally. <laughs> yeah. People would do that all the time, too, at my studio. And my dancer would just be like, because they're not working hard enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, um, maybe if she put in a little bit more work than she could be in the front. But, oh, my gosh, the dance world is just so It's crazy. incredible. I love looking back at it. So Wait, did you ever watch Dance Moms? Yeah, I did. Okay. Who would you think <laughs> you were from the show? Because I like to think of myself as a glowy <laughs> Chloe but, loved Chloe. Yeah. Uh, I loved Paige. I thought she was really yeah. cute on the show. I met all of them actually at a dance <gasps> competition, and they were all so cute. I w- I'm a little bit older than them, obviously, but um, yeah, yeah. I was like, I just they were competing at the same competition that I was competing at in Pittsburgh. But I met Abby Lee, and she was nice. She was really nice. Yeah, I feel like you give off Chloe vibes because you're humble, but you have Maddie talent. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So cool. So, Victoria, after yes. season one, after season one uh, wraps, right? You're probably 13 years old, right? Yeah. <laughs> the show, the show is being aired internationally. Mm-hmm. Like, did your life change at all after that? Did people start recognizing you while you were at, at, at 13 years old? Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually insane like the summer that we shot season one i turned 14 because we always shot during the summer and then Uh. obviously it hadn't come out yet so i went into high school i was a freshman in high school and i oh my gosh yeah it was just insane and everybody else on the show mind you like in the main cast all eight of us everybody else was like going into college or just graduating (laughs) high school and i was like well i'm like going into high school so that was strange for me because everyone i remember everyone at school being like didn't you like film a show this summer and i'm like yeah like it's like it's like no big deal like whatever 
Um, and then, yeah, once the show came out, then it was like, I'd go to the mall with my mom and kids would be like, oh, hi, like, are you Michelle on the next set? And stuff like that. And then progressively oh my once, by season three of the show, that's when it was like, we kind of grew into like this big following in Europe and the UK and Australia mainly. So those were like the main markets. And then I started touring like all over the world and stuff with the next step. So it kind of became this like, fan phenomenon of like young girls just obsessed with the show which was awesome yeah that is awesome and I, you know i i feel as though you know when, when people start to get that much attention at that early of an age before yeah. you're sort of a fully developed adult i feel as though that can sometimes be traumatic in yeah. some some scenarios but you seem so well composed and, and, and yeah and, yeah and humble and and, and together Did, was there ever any sort of traumatic experience or something that kind of threw you off or something that changed your perspective on the world at that young age because i feel like yeah. that's such a a young age to have sort of the world's relationship to yeah. you change in a way that Thank causes you. a gravitational shift in your life because I would imagine yeah. your life has never been the same since it's never been the same and honestly I, I do get this question quite a bit just because people are like you know you started at such a young age now you're still relatively young but like you know I feel like the most traumatic part for me is like now just because it's like, what am I doing next? And there's all this pressure of people being like, what are you doing with your life? And you're like, oh my God, I literally just came off a show and traveled for like eight years of my life. Like I'm just finding my my footing, you know what I mean? And kind yeah. of, tra I'm in a transitional period of my life where I am kind of now as a young adult, young actress, like finding my way in Hollywood, in the industry and whatnot. But yeah. with all that being said, I feel like I really give a lot of credit to my parents just because they always kept me in line and they've always been very, you know, hard on me in, in a tough love type of way where they just really, you know, made sure that I don't let any of that crap go to my head, anything like Good that. Good for you. Good Thank for you. you. I feel like, well, I feel like I mean, people, I feel like people trash their parents a lot. Like, I know. If anything, I mean, people will blame their parents for no, you know not doing I, enough. That's very totally. common and very admirable. Yeah, my parents were involved, but also like if I failed at anything, they'd be like, "Well, that's on you." You know what I mean? Like if uh, if I if I did anything right. that kind of was out of character or whatever, they're like, "Well, you're gonna learn from that." They weren't like too involved to the point where I couldn't do anything myself, but they also were involved enough that they gave me really, really good advice and guidance. Like even like, you know, someone like Macaulay Culkin and stuff like financially with money and stuff, that's where it also starts to get weird with kids because if you're making a lot of money at such a young age, it, it's easy to spend it all or whatever or opposite. And I feel like they just gave me a lot of really good guidance and, and whatnot. And I think both of my parents are, you know, quite smart at what they do and whatnot. So that's why I, I, I feel like I am really thankful for them. And also I was signed with an agent at the age of like 15 and I'm still with her in Canada. That, that is like, no I signed, kidding. Yeah. I'm still with her just because like, she's really been like my supporter and, you know, helped me like transition through everything and whatnot. And, um, oh, good for you. yeah. So she's just been on my team for a while. And then, yeah, I kind of just was ready to like make the leap over here and and whatnot. So, how old were you yeah. when you made the leap to Los Angeles? I was nineteen, so oh, okay. three four years ago. And yeah. you still had one season left to shoot of the yeah. next step. At that point, is that right? Yeah, I was going into like the final season, and then I was still doing some tours, mainly just uh, in the UK and Australia. 
Did your parents come with you to LA or are they still in Canada? Yeah, I was coming back and forth quite a bit with my mom uh, for like pilot season and whatnot because I signed with a management out here when I was 18 mm. and um, they really wanted me to be here like for pilot season and whatnot. So I was like taking classes and stuff and I would come for like a month on, a month off. And then once I was like signing a lease and whatnot, that's when my parents were like, okay, you're on your own, which was the scariest thing ever. I'm not going to lie. Victoria, I'm, yeah. I'm curious about a, a comment you made in regards to some of the, the feedback you've been given via social media about The Next Step. Are the fans of The Next Step aware that it is a fake-based reality show? Because you mentioned that you were talking to some reporter and you mentioned mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, like sometimes, you know, the hate, hate can get to you. What yeah. are people hating on you for? I mean, are, are these just little kids that are completely unaware like i remember when i was a kid i would right. see a villain i would see a villain or somebody do something you know mean to another character in a show and i'd go that's a bad person no yeah. th that, that's not an actor that person is actually bad and that's why he's oh, doing yeah. that right now yeah <laughs> um you know i'm actually very lucky when it comes to uh, fans of our show kind of like hating on me for my character because honestly like genuinely my character on the next step was quite sweet she only really got involved in the drama here and there in terms of like being like the villain however my co-star alex beaton played the villain so she played the role of emily and yeah. people all the time and i'm sure they still do even though it's been like however many years um i'm sure they still do hit her up and say things like how could you do that to this character and you're so mean and you're evil and blah 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 <laughs> all that sort of drama <laughs> Um, it's drama. Yeah, it's scripted. God. It's scripted. But every so often I'll have like a fan or two. Like I literally just posted for Jane's birthday and some kid was like, how didn't you end up with Eldon? How dare you date someone <laughs> off of the show? And I was like, oh my gosh, uh, we're, we're still doing this, aren't we? Wow. <laughs> oh, that's no, but so it's, it's funny. funny. It's sweet. It, sometimes kids like would be like oh yeah like are you actually michelle like is that your name if they beat me in real life and i'm like no that's not my name oh. um mm. i appreciate you following the show though and just stuff like that so i i fortunately didn't get the worst of it so interesting yeah. interesting so it didn't sound like it was the hate was uh like too impactful no no i mean i you know obviously sometimes you'll have some hate my my main thing um when it came to like social media hate was um kind of because i started the show at such a young age obviously as a young woman does her body develops and i was kind of on the show while i was like growing mm. up i was going through high school then i turning 20 whatever it was and sometimes Gosh, it's, bad, it's bad enough when your fellow classmates are sort of judging you yeah you know, much less being school. projected yeah. to, to an audience across the globe Gosh. on tv yeah so like i was totally growing up on the show and then i just had a few you know people that were like wow you gained a lot of weight just like body shaming and stuff like mm. that and i'm like what like i have like just so i mean i dance i still dance i still work out quite a bit and it's like mm. people are sometimes just want something to say so i definitely did get a little bit of that just some body shaming and stuff like that but i never really even paid attention to that because i'm like um you saw me on tv when i was 13 years old i'm now 23 that's 10 years later so it's like <laughs> you know get over it like yeah 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 it's just crazy it's crazy but again it just comes back to everyone wants something to say so for sure for yeah. sure that, that that's really surprising to me that people would you know send you hate uh, you know for a role that you were just re you were just acting in you didn't even you didn't even summon the lines yourself somebody wrote yeah, them you, for you i need to know did you get hate from you know being on reality tv and whatnot 
Oh yeah, I, oh, yeah. I did. I, I I did a lot, and uh, you know, and it was very impactful for me at the time because I was, you know, the show was airing, and I was simultaneously yeah. auditioning for roles. And right, you know, while I got hate, gosh, I I just made the mistake of actually looking at that garbage. I know, like, I know. I shouldn't I know. have even looked at it. I should have just deleted. I should have just. You. It does. It I does. Know. And it was. I couldn't. You know. And I I was not accustomed to, you know, being the subject of of vitriol, and. I just yeah. couldn't shake those emotions off. I'd walk into the audition, you know, kind of like shaking from, you know, not not only the nervousness, but uh, yeah. not being able to le- not being not being able to escape the thought that there were people out there who at least said they wanted to kill me. Yeah. You know, that, that's how, oh it was gosh. just very it was oh just very gosh. strange. I'm so sorry. That's oh, crazy. all good, all good, all good. But on a good yeah. note, it kind of means you guys made it. Because people know who uh, you are. Yeah, right? not it's true. Me. Not me. Maybe Victoria, <laughs> but certainly not myself. No, Victoria. I'm curious. So, okay. you, so you you reach the age of 18. You move out to Hollywood. You've already been on a like a hit TV show for right. it's like five to six seasons. Yeah. You know, most actors are you know are are, are thrilled just to get a guest star uh, role on a popular TV show. But you're the yeah. lead on a very popular TV show and. Not not only one, but there was a spinoff for mm-hmm. the next step. So you've done, gosh, and h- how many seasons were you in that for too? So um, for for the other show that I was on, this uh, Lost and Found, the spinoff show. Correct. They did two. Well, it's sad, you know, because they didn't renew it, which we were really hoping that they mm. would. So they we actually only shot one season, but then Netflix turned it into two seasons. Okay. So it's, it's on Netflix and whatnot. Um, it's a really good show. It's like a music show again, teeny bopper type show. <laughs> whatever it doesn't matter by the age of 20 you have nine seasons of tv under your belt do you do do you feel like you've you've kind of made it and are you just enjoying the ride (laughs) as an actress you're retiring you're no you're working you're working pretty hard right now i mean you you, you've got like three different projects you've got the blonde bombshell the magic Mm -hmm. hollywood trick tall boys the Mm -hmm. recital you still have a lot of projects that are sort of works in progress at the moment so you're you're still hustling but is the pressure taken off a little bit because no i feel like it's just started Ah. (laughs) really yeah oh my gosh honestly i do just because like moving moving to LA was such already a big leap for me. And, you know, even having to get like a work visa and all that sort of stuff, like Mm. as an actress, and then thinking in your mind, like very hopeful that, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm going to book a CW show, or I'm hoping that I'm going to book, you know, whatever show it is and Netflix series, all these sort of things that I've gone out for. And Mm -hmm. I've gotten so close, especially in the last year of, kind of booking, you know, a seat. Uh, can't speak because I'm all, like, nervous now. Oh, um, good. Yeah. Don't um, be. We're just hanging seat. out. I know, I know, I know. Um, like, series leads and whatnot and, and really yeah. pu- pushing forward for that big American hit, if you will. Uh, yeah, you know what I for mean? sure. And so, so a- yeah. a- a- after the next step, mm-hmm. you, you, did, that, did that open up a lot of doors for you where you didn't necessarily have to audition, where a lot of, I noticed you're, you're doing a lot of indie stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you just kind of get in, in, invited for a lot of these roles that you're doing currently and a lot of, uh, you know, the pre-production roles that you have right. on your IMDb page? Um, you know, I would say that a lot of these, like, like you said, like indie things that I've been doing is just kind of through like connections that I've made, Mm. uh, here in LA. And also 
I think the doors that the next step has opened for me um, would also be on like my influencer side of stuff, like growing my following on Instagram and whatnot. So that kind of opened those sort of doors, maybe not necessarily like film and TV wise, but also um, with a lot of the indie stuff that I've been doing, it is kind of a thing where the producers or the directors are like, you know what, you have been acting since you were very, very young. Um, we trust you and we think that you can do a really fabulous job and we'll give this a shot. Um, you know, like my friend, Jamie Lynn, uh, she just constantly loves working with me because I just keep like, you know, proving myself to her that I can be a serious, you know, actress as a young adult and whatnot. Um, mm. so I think that the trust from anybody that I've worked with thus far is just kind of like, yeah, you know what? We know that you've been in the industry for a long time. Let's, let's take a chance on you because it can go either way once you are on right. the other side of it. Like, um, but yeah, I, I like to think that it kind of has helped with, uh, me kind of getting my foot into the door here, especially even getting the auditions that I get and whatnot are yeah. due to my manager and stuff. Like if it wasn't for the next step, I probably wouldn't have had that same chance uh, yeah. of signing with a good agency or good management. But because I did have that under my belt, um, mm. I feel like there is like a little bit of like gain respect and trust in people. I'm curious because you mentioned that, you know, your social media is a priority. I noticed that you have a TikTok and you're a dancer and we all know TikTok is the dancing app, but I noticed you haven't posted in in quite a while on I TikTok. Haven't posted. There, I go there... in and out with TikTok. I like go on like a TikTok spree and then I'll be like posting, 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 and then I'll be like, ah, I need a break. I'm kind of at this <laughs> yeah. like plateau right now with social media in general just because i'm like how can i use social media as a tool for it to like actually stimulate my brain and like educate me in some way other than just me watching like silly videos or whatever it is right um or posting like you know another photo of me or whatever that is you know i right. kind of want to like maybe start doing a little bit more of that inspiring content if you will i'm not sure yeah. I'm, I'm still kind of working it all over my brain just because it gets very like routine right um but at the same time i've been loving the fact that i can use social media as a source of income or whatever it is you know and that people are actually interested in what i want to buy and all that sort of stuff <laughs> right. uh, you know what i mean like it's like great i'm interested I love in what that. you want to <laughs> i'm interested in what you want to buy your life looks so interesting you're dating oh, this really you. cool you're dating this really cool james dean guy you guys go to all these really cool places you oh, wear these really you. glamorous outfits who wouldn't want to buy what you're wearing it's thank super you. interesting so since we're talking to the hunk of the bachelor i was wondering yes. if we could play a little bachelor game yeah okay so if you were the bachelorette contestant what would you wear on the first night and what would your like intro or entrance be oh great question <laughs> I was just—I know—I was just watching The Bachelorette on Monday. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> we I all do. It. I actually—I really love reality TV. It's kind of like my vice. I love it so much. Um, vice. So yeah. Reality TV is a virtue. Get yeah, out of here. Embrace that, girl. Yeah. Um, I definitely would wear a red dress just because red is oh, like yeah. you know the color of love and the my juxtaposes entrance, the blonde. Oh yeah, I know. Um, I don't know. Like, I would just have to make a very strong entrance, being like, "Hello, everyone, I've arrived," or something. <laughs> Do a really cool uh, dance move. Yeah. I would definitely have to come in with like a full choreographed routine. There's no doubt. Like, oh heck yeah, yeah. and your job would so be a dancer. Cool. 
Yes. I mean, John Paul Jones was just John Paul Jones. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no occupation, nothing. He was yeah. John Paul Jones. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's I, so funny. I, I wouldn't have it any other way, but next question, Devin. <laughs> okay, so usually they do a toast on the first night. Okay. What kind of toast would you want to say? Oh my gosh, you're really putting me on the spot here. Um, <laughs> as the bachelorette, like as the yeah. Girl, so now um, you're not the guest. You're not the contestant. Mm-hmm. You're the bachelorette now. Um, I'd be like, too many laughs, to lots of love, and to uh, my future husband, something like Aww. that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. So right? Sweet. That was something so classy. Like that. Yeah, that's Loved perfect. It. That's okay. literally perfect. I could have made oh it gosh. like really like raunchy, but I wouldn't. <laughs> oh. See, that's what I would do. I'd make everybody so uncomfortable. Yeah, right. I'm like now. I'm like I'm taking that back. Maybe I should bring in a little bit of like comedic relief in that. That's be funny. like there are 20 guys here. Yeah, I'm gonna kiss all of you. There's gonna be some drama. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, literally. I love Cut to it. To the point. Yes, this oh. is so funny. And then last question: What would your ideal group date be? group date yeah Um, or one-on-one what do you want to do on a date um like I just love a really good view of any sort so whether that be like on top of like you know a mountain picnic something like that or like you take a helicopter ride and you land somewhere kind of like remote and secluded and quiet and like romantic like that um or yeah like like a dinner that would be just overlooking the ocean sort of vibe yeah. yeah, I'm always oh. scared of the helicopter dates because I'm super I know. afraid of planes. <laughs> I say yeah. that and I'm like, I've never even been in a helicopter. Like, <laughs> but uh, I feel like it would be a cool like adrenaline rush. I don't know, something like fun and adventurous like that. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to talk about your your TikTok real quick, just because okay. this is you know oh it's kind God. of a, this is just my curiosity. It's a dance. Right. Generally, you know, it's kind of an all encompassing entertainment app now, but primarily it's a dance app. I would imagine because hmm. you're a professional dancer, is there any desire at all to just show everybody up on TikTok and just flex your dance, flex your dance ability? And yeah, blow what's your opinion on TikTok dances? Like my honest opinion. <laughs> Yes. Because I think we the, have the same one. Yeah, it's it's a little it's a little lame, I won't lie. I'm like, you know what, sure. guys, like this isn't cutting it anymore. Like like it's just, You're just doing like the hand jive. As like a dancer dancer, I'm just like, where is like the actual moves? Like, you know, like doing this is not gonna cut it for me. I uh, I'm just kind of like I feel like awkwardly doing it too full out. And then I see like the seventeen year old girls doing it and I was like, oh, uh, I didn't do it like that, like because I I actually like am putting too much effort into it. I guess the real talent needs to be saved for the TV. Am I right? Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. My favorite thing is seeing like thirteen year olds or fourteen year olds doing the dance trends while walking. They're just like subconsciously I know. doing. I oh my gosh, James' niece is like ten years old, and she's always just like, oh, it's so weird when they just like whoa, and she's like, let me just set up my phone, and we're like in the grocery store, and she's like. This generation is so different than, you know, how I grew up. I'm like, my, I was like posting like YouTube videos to Facebook and whatever, doing like full dance routines in my house. Yeah. My 12 <laughs> you know year old I mean? cousin just was at our house and said she wanted to start selling feet pictures. And I was uh, like, oh my God, no. what has happened? It's like, whoa, what? It, and I guess the funny part of it is too, is that she doesn't even know like what that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to get, like, 
money for my toes. And I'm like, no, you're not. No, but maybe. absolutely not. <laughs> Just ask your mom for $10 and yeah. go to Claire's. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, go to Claire's. So, yeah. wait, so Victoria, are, yeah. are you sort of, uh, I just noticed on your IMDb, are you stepping away from dance related roles or are you just strictly sticking to acting um you know like not at all like i'm open to doing whatever kind of comes my way in terms of it being like a dancer actor role or if it's just dance uh i still audition for dance roles like just dance only roles but my my favorite is like when kind of uh dancers slash actor role comes across my my table just because i'm like okay this would be actually perfect whenever they're like oh yeah you know must have dance training experience i'm like i have a lot of that so please (laughs) please cast me but in terms of like longevity there's only so much you can do in dance not as like a choreographer you can choreograph for however long but in terms of being like a professional dancer you really only have until like a certain age in, in terms of being... In, Why is that? Well, just like your body in general. Okay. I mean, I know ballerinas that are 50 and they're still killing it, but they're not necessarily like the lead of, you know, the, mm. the top ballet school in New York City or whatever it is. But mm. in terms of yeah. like also being like a, a backup dancer for any like professional singer and stuff, there's only so much you can really do in that avenue. And that's kind of why I also fell in love with acting because I feel like acting is one of those careers. If you obviously are lucky enough to have the opportunity where you could be any age and there's always a role for you, you know? Right. So, um, that's kind of where I'm at with like the dancing acting world. And I'm focusing a lot on acting, but, um, I will, if anyone was like, Hey, would you dance in this video or whatever it is? Absolutely. Just cause it's fun. That's super cool. Have, have 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 you started, uh, getting off book for the recital? No, I am not even. <laughs> I know. I need I, to get studying. <laughs> I really have to get off book for that sooner rather Me than later too. because it's almost four o'clock in Maryland. So the day is basic. It's basically Friday, but I'm so excited to create this world with you. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm There's... super stoked because I've never really done anything like this, like a psychological thriller. And I'm just really excited to see how this all pans out. And yeah, well, I'm yeah. excited to see both of you in the recital yeah whatever it's comes be- out <laughs> yeah. i know don't reveal anything about it victoria the i'm audience, not revealing anything the audience has to reveal the audience has to learn what our respective roles are well victoria i've certainly devin and i have both tremendously enjoyed this chat thanks so much for sharing all of your experience you're an incredibly interesting individual thank you so much it's been awesome and we wish you all the best and i'll see you soon Thank you all so much for listening to our conversation with Victoria. Listen and subscribe to Jibber Jabber with JPJ wherever you listen to your podcasts. Jibber Jabber with JPJ! Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.